to a new RFM. We're talking travel today for our sponsor, Travel on King, and joining us with some good news on from the world of travel is Beth Martin. And Beth, um, an interesting topic to start off with today. Yeah, hi Jane, nice to be here again. So today we're going to be discussing youth tours, so 18 to 35 group tours. Um, more so we're going to be having a little chat about Europe while our early birds are still available. So a little bit of a misconception is that most of these 18 to 35 tours are your, you know, your 6am till midnight, um, really late nights, lots of partying. Um, But what a lot of people don't realise is all of these tour companies actually have a a slower paced option. If you're looking for a bit more adventure or you want to do a country in depth, um, there is also that option. Uh, So Okay, so it does cater for lots more than just the hard parties. It certainly does. If, um, for example, a lot of couples tend to want to see a country in depth if you're really looking to go into a town and meet the locals and see the people they they do have that option right so spending more time in places that kind of thing yeah yeah exactly so what I would recommend before you start opening the brochures and looking through your itineraries is really ask yourself what kind of traveler are you so how long do you have? Are you going over for a quick trip, a quick seven weeks, uh, sorry, seven days, or um, perhaps you've got a couple of months to spend there? Um, are you looking to see a country in depth or are you just trying to tick as many things off your bucket list as you can while you're there? And both, uh, all of those things are good, but which one are you? That's yes. exactly right because we are so different when it comes to travelling. Um, another option that you may think about is, do you want to be under the stars or is putting up a tent at night not your kind of idea of a holiday? Very important. Yep. Five uh, stars or five million, yes. That's exactly right. Uh, so also, when you're planning a trip, you a lot of people don't realise, especially with our beautiful Australian weather at the moment, is are you going? Are you a bit of a cold frog, or do you not? Are you looking to um, experience that white Christmas, or would you prefer to jump into the med somewhere and have a nice hot summer day? Mm, yes. <laughs> so there are. Um, so there's plenty of options with these different companies, and they'll all have their little different names, whether it be an explorer trip or a high energy or an in-depth. Um, and once you've qualified yourself, that's really going to make sure that you're having the best trip possible for you. So another little thing that these companies offer that you may or may not know about is they offer festival travel. So if you're particularly interested in going to a festival, uh, for example, La Tomatina in Spain, Running of the Bulls, or even perhaps a music festival, to be able to do that in a group, a large group of 30 or 40 people instead of by yourself, it's really going to enhance that experience. Um, I mean, life's greatest experience are made better by the people that you're with. So it's nice to be able to have not only the company, but that safety of knowing you're in a group. Um, And of course, your tour guide to tell you where the best place is to be, where the safest place is to be. That's all very good. And sometimes with music festivals, it's hard to get tickets if you're on your own. But if you go with a group, that's all been organised for you. That's exactly right. So for music festivals and also something, for example, like Oktoberfest, you'll find that the tour companies have better access to accommodation. So you won't be camping half an hour out of town and trying to find your way in. You'll be right on, right at the, at the festival um, or in the camping grounds they have there. They're going to make sure that you've got, you know, a nice hot breakfast before you start your big day. Um, and also you've always got that 
a member of crew that will be there to answer your questions, um, help you out in a time of need. Um, and I think a lot of their job is actually things like lost passports and people running late. So you've, it's kind of you're, you're on your own, but you've got someone there to sort of keep you in line and keep you where you need to be. And all your things with you. <laughs> That's exactly right. So uh, a couple more things that, um, that these youth travel tours offer that not necessarily um, that we get in the, the older market is uh, before you go, there's actually a lot of online forums that you can join up. So this is where you can meet the people on your trip, have a chat. Uh, for example, you might be going to Paris and not really sure what to do there. Someone that you meet online may be able to suggest something for you. Yes, that's actually very good, isn't it? It's like having a guidebook, only it's real people's experience. It definitely is. And there's certain things that other people may know about that you haven't even thought of, and it might turn out being the highlight of your trip. True, true. Yes. Are there, is there anything special that you need to take for a tour like this, um, a youth tour rather than a, an older tour? Yep. So some of the tours will be in accommodation, will be in a hostel, others won't. Uh, So always make sure you're, you know, reading your trip guides. You may need to pack a towel or a sleeping bag or a pillow. Obviously make sure you've got your swimmers if you're in summer. Um, But these few little extras that you you don't want to get there and realise that you were meant to take them. Yes. And then have to shell out some money that you'd rather spend on something else. Actually, now that you say that, that's another little tip. Um, A lot of these tour companies will actually charge a food fund when you get there, especially camping trips. So, you know, if you're organising before you go to have that money, it's not going to dig into your spending money as well. Yes, very good. So uh, youth, we're looking at what, 18 to what age group? Uh, Some tours 18 to 35, some go up to 39. Mm. So you will find it's really hard to tell if you're going to have 40, 18-year-olds or you may have, you know, all couples in their mid-20s, mid-30s. So... Just decide when you get there, I guess. <laughs> Looking at um, travelling on the youth side. And uh, we're talking about Europe here or other places as well? So it is more common in Europe, uh, but most of the Australian tour companies, 18 to 35s, I mean, they travel through America, Asia, South America. Um, look pretty much looking at everywhere. Europe's just a little bit more popular. Travel is the topic for our sponsor, Travel on King on 2NURFM. Beth Martin today with me, Jane Klein. And Beth, New Zealand, it's such a close destination and it does offer such a lot that's very different from Australia. It definitely does. Now, I could sit here all day and talk about New Zealand very easily, but instead I've just decided to put together um, my top 10 must-do things for New Zealand. Excellent. So in no particular order, we'll start off with a a Milford Sound Cruise. Now, quite a popular, a lot of people would have heard of this one. Uh, You can do the cruise during the day or overnight, and it is absolutely spectacular. Uh, There's waterfalls, there's glaciers, you're right in the middle of these big, beautiful mountains. Um, And I mean, you've got got rainforests all around you, it's just stunning, And, and even some wildlife if you're lucky on the day. You mean dolphins? Uh, I mean, dolphins, whales, um, yeah, and if, you're, if you are close enough up to the land, you might even see some land wildlife there as well. Mm, fantastic. Uh, and the other thing about a place like that is that the weather makes for a different mood every time. You can go back several times and still see a lot of different things. It definitely does. So what you'll find as well is how much the glaciers move around there as well. It is quite unimaginable to see these you know massive mountains of ice just just moving all around you and it's it's quite incredible Mm, excellent so that's in the remote southwest 
yes, of New yes, Zealand. That's yes. right. Yes. So if you're a walker, perhaps, whether you're an avid walker or, you know, just like the, the occasional slow bush walk, um, there's p- plenty of great walks around New Zealand. Uh, so a particular one keeping in the Milford Sound area is the Milford Track. So just as an example, um, so you actually cruise from Tianau, walk, the, walk to the historical Glade House to stay the night. Now, when you're on these walks, all of the beautiful houses that you're staying in, they, do, they are quite historical on the outside. They're very antique. Um, and when you walk inside, they are just beautiful. They're all very modern and just, it's quite surprising. It looks very different on the inside to the outside. Yes, and it's a nice thing at the end of a day's walk to go into somewhere with a bit of comfort. Oh, it absolutely is. Um, and one of the um, things that I only found out recently was the on this Milford Walk is we actually have the, the fifth highest waterfall in the world, which is Sutherland Falls in New Zealand. So you'll get to see that and plenty of other waterfalls along the way. Um, and again, so that you have a stay at Mitre Peak Lodge, which is an absolutely beautiful property. It's in the middle of these huge rolling valleys and pretty much the rest of the world just falls away when you're there. Mm, lovely. A little bit of comfort while getting out and about. Yes, definitely. Now, I do like my cultural experiences when I travel, so I would definitely recommend you take part in one of the Maori Villages performances. So they're interactive performances. So... Uh, when you arrive, you'll take part in an ancient ceremony. You'll be invited into their village. And it's really encouraged to go and talk to the, the people in the village, ask them all the questions you need to ask, and they're more than happy to, to answer all the little questions that you might not have thought of yet. <laughs> um, I mean, they'll, they'll show you about their warrior training, the tamoko, which is the traditional face tattooing. Um, and you also, most of the time, get, get to witness the fearsome haka, Um, which is a really indulgent experience to actually see that close up is just Mm. really moves you. So, Mm. That's mainly in the North Island, wouldn't it be, around the Rotorua area and some of those other places with the Maori cultural experiences? They do have Mm. a particular one in Rotorua where you're actually outside, so they're in their canoes, um, but you can, I mean, you can find them all over the the main cities in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So wherever you might be. Yep. Uh, now, definitely while you're there, make sure you visit a glacier. The two most popular, Franz Joseph and Fox, uh, there's plenty of ways to, to see the glacier. You might just want to go and have a look. You may want to do a helicopter. Uh, my recommendation would be to pay that bit extra and do a heli hike, which is where your helicopter over the glacier, the, the pilot will give you a, you know, a perfect tour, um, tour and description of what's down there. Then you actually get to land and hike through and see what you've been looking from, from mm. up above. Mm, excellent. Now, something a bit different, which I've experienced myself in Queenstown, was the TSS Earnslaw and Walter Peak High Country Farm. So this is a cruise through the beautiful Queenstown um, and followed by a, a farmyard tour and dinner at a homestead. Now, we do have some quite similar tours here in Australia, but the all of the staff there are absolute comedians. It was definitely a highlight of my trip, so I would recommend it while you're there. <laughs> Yes, and the scenery is so spectacular there too. It's it's mm. just absolutely stunning. The the cruises that are going through Queenstown, you you feel quite small when you're in those big mountain valleys. Might see a sheep or two as well. <laughs> of course. Now, while we're in Queenstown, um, as you probably know, there's plenty of options for extreme sports. Again, we do have our extreme sports here in Australia, but especially things like paragliding, skydiving, it does make all the difference where you're doing it. 
to be able to even have that scenic flight on the way up and see the beautiful views that we just don't have here um, really makes that whole difference. Um, if you're not quite a skydiver, they have some rafting. They have a shot over jet, which is a combination of the jet, but also you get to um, get some really good knowledge on the wildlife and habitation there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful rivers, quite different, really fast flowing, aren't they? Yes, there. definitely. Mm-hmm. It's um it's an interesting experience being on a you know, a thirty K an hour jet when you're in about two inch deep water. But... <laughs> and I believe the jet boat was invented by a New Zealander too because they wanted to travel on these or needed to travel on these rivers. There you go. Shallow I'm learning river. something today mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> Um, so if we've got any cyclers out there, a particular track that I have found is the Otago Rail Trail. So this is an old railway track that it's been converted into a cycling trail. Now, one particular town that you stop in, so they're all quite small towns, uh, is called Lauder. Now, this is actually where the National Institute of Weather has their station because the air is simply so clear um, and always beautiful blue skies and wonderful weather. So it gives you an idea of how incredible that cycling trip would be in those areas. Mm. And are we up to our 10 yet? Uh, We've got so a couple more. So the Glowworms Caves up in Waitomo, make sure you go and see them. You can abseil down or you can do a quick boat trip. And if we have any uh, movie buffs, um, obviously you can do your Lord of the Rings tours from Wellington and it is, it's quite an interesting experience. You really can tell that that's where the movie was filmed and you feel like you're there. Thank you very much, Beth Martin. And um, we always look forward to talking travel and we'll do it again next Friday after the one o'clock news for our sponsor, Travel On King, on 2NURFM.